Trump falls on it. That will be it. They've defended their title. They are still the champions and the first in a united competition since 's fans what a week of milestones it was in round 13 we kicked off with Teddy running out onto the field for his 150th match of course club legend and future Hall of Famer Orbo well he just played a measly 300 and got across the stripe we commemorated the 105th anniversary of the Battle of Lone Pine and celebrated our mighty Anzacs in our game against our Anzac Day arch rivals the St George Illawarra Dragons a new look rooster side took to the field but coach Robinson must have just said Go out and play Roosters footy. What another win. What another week. It's one and done. It's a case of ticking the box. And see you later, Dragons. We'll send you a card from the finals in September. Well, Silky, what a week to be on Roosters Radio. What performances from our young Roosters. What a game for Orbo. Congratulations to Teddy. So much to like. So much to like indeed, Bush. Hello and welcome to this episode of Roosters Radio. And look, there was a lot of highlights in that game last Thursday night, Roosters v Dragons, but there's one that stands out in particular. The performance of Siasiwa Takiaho, 306 metres run, 130 post-contact metres, five tackle breaks, 37 tackles and 80 minutes of football. It was an amazing performance. Other notables, of course, Joey Manu crossing the stripe for a pair, Luke Keary at his exhilarating best. And our guest on this week's show, well, it's the first time we've had him on the show. I'm tipping him as a boulder for the Maroons towards the end of the year, the one and only Lindsay Collinsbush. Yeah, I think Lindsay just had an outstanding game. And as you said in World Club Challenge, Silky, he's just gone from strength to strength. He's really maturing. I can't wait to talk to Lindsay tonight and give an insight to our fans on the man behind the missing tooth and the mullet. Now, mate, just want to give a big rap, Silky, to club legend, Mitch Orbison, and of course, Teddy, congratulations on your 150th. But to trot out for 300 games as a Roosters player is no mean feat. It's been done by Luke Rickardson. It's been done by Anthony Minicello, who holds the record. And Orbo is on track to break the record. And when you speak to the likes of Minnie, he'd rather be broken by someone who he loves and the club loves. And we want to wish him and his family congratulations on this epic club milestone. Bush, it was great to see all his family probably have come from all over the state. I know uh, Orbo originally from up Ballin away, but got to share that moment with his family and it was great to see a great photo. We had the game ball. We took home the Anzac Cup once again. And look, all being said, I thought the performance, particularly as you said there in the intro of some of the lesser known players, I thought Drew Hutchison uh, off the bench making his first game appearance this year. We had young Max Bailey making his debut, a uh, young Fafita, of course. Plenty of names that before season 2020 we hadn't heard from. Uh, they all put their hand up and all put in, as, as we say here on Roosters Radio, a Roosters-like performance. Yeah, Silky, that's, that's exactly right. And lots like, I mean, Joey Mano also, just to kick off that first try, uh, you know, show the scintillating form he's getting back to, and not to mention Lockie Lamb. Lockie Lamb slid into the number seven. You wouldn't have known Kyle was off for the night. He just played with the same dynamic form he's been playing when he gets on for the number nine. Silky, great night to be a rooster. What a game. 
Yeah, absolutely. But Bush, moving forward tonight, we've got a very special guest in Lindsay Collins. Look, I uh, I, <laughs> I remember the first time I laid eyes on Lindsay as a uh, strapping young lad making his way into Roosters HQ. I think we had the caravan there doing Roosters Radio from memory, Bush. Sure um, but did. he had a pair of footy shorts on, some thongs, and uh, the mullet and the front tooth missing. And uh, we thought, well, <laughs> he's at the wrong place. He should be the club down the road. But look, no, it's, uh, <laughs> it's taken him a couple of years to really break through into that uh, Roosters first grade squad. He's been part of the, the squad for the past couple of years, but he's getting more game time. And uh, look, he, he's playing some really tough, hard football. I dare say he's, his game's based around that old style of, of front rower, uh, but he he's carries, like he's taken the ball up like at, at this velocity. It's I'd hate to tackle him, Bush. Oh, mate, he's just got so, – he's such a big body. And I know he's worked so hard on his nutrition. He's worked so hard on his fitness with Trav Turmer and, and you know, and so hard on his uh, on his defence, Silky. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to hearing Lindsay talk about his time. And he's spending a lot more minutes on the field. So there's lots to like about uh, him coming on Roosters Radio and he's on debut. Now, Bush, before we go to a break, it was your, your dear mother, in fact, who's been across a few of the, the Roosters fan pages earlier this week. Your legendary grandfather, the great Dickie Dunn, would have been 100 on Monday. And it was great to see over 100 people, uh, well-wishers, who remembered your, your grandfather as a, as a great club man. I know my old man speaks very fondly of him in uh, 1967. He was uh, a director at the club. Obviously, uh, it must be a proud moment. Unfortunately, your grandfather no longer with us. But the fact that a lot of people are out there and still remember your, your grandfather mate, must, must make you feel pretty special. Yeah, mate. Look, he's in the Hall of Fame of the Roosters. Um, he holds the record for most points in a grand final. He's a life member of the Sydney Roosters, New South Wales Rugby League, the Australian Rugby League. He went away uh, on a kangaroo tour. There's plenty of love. And, mate, it's a proud family history. You know, you wish you could emulate it, but um, I didn't, so I'm just as equally proud to see it. He would have been 100. He was very, very fit as he uh, got he, – he passed away at 86. But, mate, this is the great history on the land we stand and, and you know, our, our past players. And, Silky, your dad played at the Roosters too. You know, when, when we, you know, we talk about these old legends, they've been in our footsteps, and that's why we love so much about our current crop of players because generationally they're setting it up for the next group of young kids like yourself who ran out of the ball boy. They're our heroes. Well, talking of legends, Bush, we've got one coming up right after this. When we come back, the one and only Lindsay Collins. Well, Roosters fans, our next guest, I remember the first time I laid eyes on him. It was in 2017. He was wearing a pair of footy shorts, a pair of thongs, a T-shirt. He had a mullet and his front tooth missing. I thought he got lost. I thought he was meant to go to the club down the road, but it's turned out he was in the right place. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever on Roosters Radio, the one and only Lindsay Collins. Lindsay Welcome to Roosters Radio, mate. Hey, Bush and Silky. Thanks for having me, fellas. What an intro, Silk, man. What an intro. Lindsay, yeah. I've got to tell you something. I've got to tell you something, mate. He's got you, he's got you pegged on. I know he's dying to ask questions about hairstyle, fashion, everything else, because we know that uh, it's all changed up. Mate, I'm going to ask you a question, just a, a little bit of history for our fans. You've got a long family history of, of great form. Your grandfather, Lionel Williamson, played for Australia. He's in the team of the century for the Newtown Jets. Uh, yep. Your cousin, Luke Williamson, uh, played over at Manly. We all remember Luke. Our era and now, mate, young Lindsay Collins is. I'd say to you, mate, almost cementing yourself as a regular starter. I know you're starting this week. Just tell us a bit about your family background and your love of rugby league. Yeah, so I've been around rugby league for yeah, fair fair while now. So my granddad's been coaching for the last 23 years at a school in St Augustine's Cairns. So they do a footy comp up in Queensland, Confraternity Shield. Uh, every June, July holidays. And me and my brother have been T-boys for the last, <laughs> oh, I can't even tell you how many ever years, as soon as we could run sort of thing. So 
We've been around footy for a while now. Our family loves rugby. It's a good sport to be a part of. Brings a lot of communities together, which I really like. Let's just on that. We know there's so many great competition in Cairns. Our junior competition went up there and played a few years ago, and it's such an insightful standard for for our kids down here in the east. But do you still get back there now that you're first grade? Do you get an opportunity to get back and, and give back to that community? Yeah, so I'm not actually from Cairns. I'm from Brisbane. My mum moved down when she was young. I met my dad there. And yeah, we, we were born and raised in Brisbane, but haven't been up to Cairns in a while. Haven't been up to Brisbane in a while either due to corona. But um, it's always good to get, you know, back to those areas, you know, back where you got those memories from when you were a young kid and those, those footy memories are instilled in you as a young kid. So, yeah, it's always good to get back to the grassroots. I don't want to steal uh, this interview off Silky. He's dying to get a word in. But, mate, talk about those footy memories. I mean, you grew up in an era where, as kids, we looked at Lang Park like it was some sort of Harry Potter movie that we were going to get eaten. And, you know, the likes of Meninga, Close, you know, Gene Miles, Big Greg Dowling, and our cockroaches would go up there, and there's such a great rivalry. Um, you know, can you tell us about what you saw when you grew up in your era for Origin? Yeah, I think Origin is the biggest memory that I have growing up as a kid. It was always the pinnacle of footy that came around every year. You don't have too many memories of, you know, the normal season apart from, like, grand finals growing up and stuff like that. But, yeah, I think I think State of Origin definitely stands out. I think the one memory I have, which I, I still remember to this day, and someone's probably going to kick me for this, uh, being in a Sydney-based club, but Matty Bowen taking that intercept try win the uh, game. I that reminds us. Yeah. yeah. We, we hated yeah, it, but I, you have I to admire to, it. Yeah, used to pop my collar up like Matty Bowen. Um, yeah, I, I, I was a big Cowboys fan back in the day when growing up, so yeah. Now, mate, about your own game, you know, it's fair to say you're an old-style prop, and Dennis O'Sullivan would like to ask, as a traditional hard-running prop, who did you base your game on? I never never really based my game off anyone, probably until I came to the Roosters and sort of learnt a bit of Jazza, big J. Weir Hargraves. So um, Jazza's been being a main role model for me coming through the system and yeah I think you look at Jazza and if you can be half the player Jazza is you're going somewhere I try and be, yeah, sponge around him and soak as much as I can but at the end of the day if you, if you strip down his game it just comes down to hard work and the hard work pays off and you just got to grind so that's sort of the mentals I have when I come into you know training I come into the the facilities, the games and stuff like that. Just work hard for the boys around you. And yeah, let the let the backs do the pretty stuff. <laughs> Mate, we had a bit of a joke there and we talked about when you arrived at the club in 2017, but Bush and I were lucky enough to, to be over in the UK at the start of this season and you had an absolute blinder over there against St. Helens. It looks like you're enjoying your football and it seems like you've matured in the, in the, in the style of football. How have you seen your own game this season? Yeah, I would say maturity is yeah the main one there. Um, it's it's been a long ride at the moment. It's only been four years, but it felt like ten. But yeah, I think I think last year I got dropped after Storm game and went back down to North Sydney Bears and played played a few games there. And I think that that helped me a lot. Helped me mature my game. Started playing more minutes and just it, there's a threshold in the game that I managed to sort of work out and it's all mental. 
So it's, it's a big mental game, rugby league, and I sort of, yeah, not wrap my head around just as yet, but I'm, I'm slowly learning and there's always room for improvement. But um, yeah, yeah, I think I think maturity is, is the best word to sum it up. I think that's coming along well and being a professional, you know, not only on the field, but away away from the field as well, which is a massive, massive thing in, in a professional sportsman's career. Mate, I've got a question from your sponsor, Drew Bagatella, from the famous Bagatella Bitumen, Tony Drew and, and the family. Yep. Uh, you know, mate, they, uh, they've been around the roosters for a while. And, and Drew wants to firstly say he can't wait for you to taste success in, in 2020. And the second thing he says, it's a little bit almost a repeat of Silky's last question. You seem to be enjoying your football now. You're playing more minutes. What do you put the more minutes down to? Yeah, I think it's like I sort of mentioned before, it's that, that mental barrier. I think it also comes with more games and more experience of NRL footy. But yeah, I think once I got past that mental barrier, you know, you sort of got a taste, a taste of the you know, the cotton mouth, you know, when you when you're sucking in the big ones, I guess. So, but yeah, I think you just got to bite down on your mouth guard in those situations and keep pushing through. And the light's always at the end of the tunnel. You're not going to die out on a footy field uh, from exhaustion. I think you just got to keep. Yeah, it's just that mental part of the game, which it's it's hard. It's not easy. Otherwise, everyone would do it. But um, yep. yeah, it's it's it definitely plays a big part in the game, mate. Speaking of playing a big part in the game, the the Roosters coaching staff. Obviously, we've got the great Trent Robinson, but behind the scenes, you got Fitzy, who you know was one of the toughest, and we've also got Nathan Kalis. What have they been able to teach you this season? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I keep bloody coming back to this mental part, but Fitzy, uh, other than Jazza, um, being a massive, massive role model um, in my time at the club so far, you know, he, he's always given me. It, it, it's it's good to bounce stuff off him because he's been there and he's done that. Fitz is an easygoing bloke, and he only wants the best out of you, so he he, he gives you everything that he can. And and Nate Nate has been awesome this year. He, he's got a few funny jokes up his sleeve every now and then, which is good. But yeah, you know, you got two two greats there as well as Kingy, you know, who who have done it all. And like I was sort of saying before, with Jazza and soaking up as much information as you can, you know, you've got like you said those coaching staff behind the scenes who have been there and done that as well, and, and know the ins and outs, and most of the time know what you're going through. So. It's always good to have them there and bounce stuff off as well. Mate, uh, speaking of Kingy, I know Silky's dying to touch on hairstyles. I don't have much to add in that department. I'm more of a Craig Fitzgibbon, Trav Tumor fan in that area. Uh, we'll get to that. But changing gears, Lens, and having a bit of a laugh, what does Lindsay Collins like to do away from football? Well, at the moment, there's not a lot I can do away from footy. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I've in my house. <laughs> so I'm actually currently doing my carpentry online because I can't can't go in and do it. But um yep. I'm trying to finish that off, trying to finish my trade off and get that under my belt for life after footy. If we're in a normal world, I lot love going down for swims down at uh, the beautiful beaches in the eastern suburbs. Have you got a favourite lens? Yeah, I do. Bronte. Bronte would have to be my favourite. So, wow, you're yeah. taking on the big waves too. <laughs> no, no, I'm in the I'm in the little dunny bowl <laughs> at, at the side of the beach there. I'm not even going in the surf. So yeah, that's about it. So, yeah, much I can think of. I have got I got a set of golf clubs. I probably should go out for a few more hits than what I usually do. Yeah, yeah. Other than those two things, not much else. 
Do you fancy yourself as a bit of a golfer? Because I know our fullback, the great Teddy, and you know Rads and a few of the boys get out. Luke Keery, they all fancy themselves as future of Augusta. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not definitely not on the same wavelength as they are. I think they're, they're do or die fans with the golf and stuff. But yeah, if I get asked to come for a hit along, at least I've got some clubs there. And, and, and I wouldn't say I'm terrible. My long game, my long game is up there, but short game, I, I, I haven't quite got the finesse touches someone like James Tedesco or Luke Curie would have. So yeah, I'm more of a. Uh, grip it and rip it sort of guy. <laughs> now, Lindsay, the $24 million question, mate. We we played the Titans a couple of weeks back and Jai Arrow was uh, there in the Titans side looking like, well, to be honest, you a couple of years back. Now, I believe you've played a fair bit of football with Jai. Did you have a – did you share some hair tips or some fashion tips? I mean, you were sporting a mullet, you know, a couple of years back now. You, obviously, you don't follow trends. You set them. But uh, did you have any choice <laughs> words for Jai? Yeah, I said it looks like it needs a, a, a brush. <laughs> getting, a, getting a bit naughty. Nah, nah uh, I played played a lot of footy with Jai back in the day. He's a good bloke. Uh, I, I literally asked him what the hell he was thinking because I think when I look back on photos and see, like you said, the missing tooth and the and the mullet, I don't know what in the world I was thinking. Young, young and dumb. So. But um, he, he he's a bit more older and a bit more mature now, so I don't know what's going on with him. So, um, but yeah, I think I think he, he said the same thing I said years ago. It's just a bit of fun. Uh, yeah, you sort of get a kick out of all the hype around it. But um, oh, I, I, for, the, for all the fans out there, I, I can't say that the mullet will be coming back. <laughs> well, one thing I do remember, mate, is that you did raise money. You, when you shaved yours off, I think you raised a couple of grand for uh, kids' cancer, mate. So, uh, you know, hats off to that. Yeah, thank you. Lynn, uh, just touching on last week's form, uh, what would we call a young or a new-looking Roosters has taken the field with our decimation from injury. You know, Jared rested. We had um, Kyle rested as well. You wouldn't have known the difference. It was so impressive. I mean, how good is it for you to see some of the younger players of the Roosters with yourself uh, leading the front stand up and just play so well. Yeah, it's awesome. And I think uh, I've, had, I've had a lot of people ask me about that during the week. And I think it comes down to the system at the Roosters and the standard that we hold ourselves to so that, you know, if anyone needs to come into the team, we can, we've, we've got full trust in them, you know what I mean, to do the job that, you yep, know, yep. it that Jazza would do or that Kyle would do or that anyone would do if they are replaced, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think we've just got a good, solid system at the moment and uh, got a lot of young boys coming through who are all buying in and ready to wear the Roosters jumper. So I think that's a big thing as well. Moving forward, Thursday night, we play the Storm. Now, obviously, there's a couple of big names missing from the Storm, but if you look at their forward pack, it's still a pretty good side on paper. How do you see this Thursday night? Yeah, it's always a tough game against the Melbourne Storm. Like you said, they've got a good, solid forward pack. Yeah, I don't think it really matters if they're missing players or not. So I think it's sort of become a a known grudge match over the last couple of years, the Roosters and the Storm. So, yeah, it's... It's always it's all it's always one that you look forward to as well because you enjoy those big gritty games. So yeah, can't wait for Thursday night and can't wait to rip in. And just looking ahead towards you know the the, the big round towards the end of the season. As far as goal setting, Lindsay, I, I mean, I, I said at the start of tonight's show that I think you're a big chance of wearing the maroon jumper later this year. Is, is that kind of on the radar? 
I think I think that's everyone's dream as a kid, you know, to be playing representative football, whether yeah, in the Maroons and in the in the green and gold. You know, it, it, I, I can't not say that it's not a goal because yeah, I'd be lying if I did. Mm. Definitely a goal, but my first focus is the club. My first focus is, you know, finals footy coming up, and you know what what we're going to do this year, and then. You know, if the opportunity presents itself where I can represent my state at the end of the year, um, I'll be over the moon with that as well. On behalf of all the Roosters fans, mate, you're playing some, uh, you know, career best football. Long may that continue. And uh, look, hopefully there's another trophy later on in November, as well as that Maroon jersey that I think you deserve, mate. Thanks for joining us on Roosters Radio. Cheers, boys. Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Linz. All the best. Welcome back to Roosters Radio and Bush. Thursday night, 7.50. At the home of Rugby League, the SCG, the mighty Roosters take on Melbourne Storm. Look, there's no love lost between these two sides. Two great coaches going to -to head-to-head. Obviously, some big names missing from the Melbourne lineup in Masters, Smith and Munster. The Roosters, on the other hand, they have Josh Morris returning. Always a good clash, these two sides. Always tight games, of course, Bush. How do you see it? Yeah, Silky, look, last time, I always say this when these two coaches come up against each other. I don't think it's so much about the players. It's about the coaching masterstroke. It's the game of chess. These two players uh, move the pieces around the board beautifully. Roosters not at full strength compared to the previous game. 27-25, we went down in a double field goal to Pappensee-Hausensee. And I tell you what, it was a great night uh, for rugby league fans. Everyone on the weekend and on the following Monday we're talking about, that's probably one of the greatest club games they've seen in a long time. And so it was. We're looking forward to that and more this week. Big matchups. I want to see Lockie Lamb steer the boys around the park like he did last week. Lindsay Collins starting at the number eight for the Roosters. I want to see him take on a Jared Warrior Hargroves type performance. And, of course, Mitch Orbison. 301 games. How proud. He's a great leader from the back. Great to have Morris back. So much to like. Go the Roosters, Silky. I'm calling Roosters 24, Melbourne 10. Well, Bush, I think it's going to be a lot closer than that. Obviously, Ryan Pappenhausen back for the Storm, as well as Dale Finucane. As I just said, Josh Morris back. Historically, Bush, these games are one-pointers. You know, there's a field goal, the difference. And I see much the same. I see a nail-biter. I'm going to predict 18 all, extra time, roosters to score. How about that one? Wow. Something for the punters, Silky. Some great value there. Well, it's going to be a great matchup and a home game for the Roosters. Let's see if we can get the chocolates. And Bush, before we go, don't forget, we are back. That's right. We are back at the Captain's Club there at the SCG. All the home games will have the corporate hospitality, and we look forward to seeing you there in upcoming fixtures. But that's about all we've got for this week's episode of Roosters Radio. We'd like to thank the one and only Lindsay Collins. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East East to win. win. Show the way